Hey there, earbuds. I want to let you know about Cloud5 CBD. It's a lifestyle brand owned and curated by Nelly, three-time Grammy winner and recently seen on Dancing with the Stars. Personally, I just started my new journey using CBD products, and I have to say Cloud5 is where it's at. I recently fell in love with their OT Crossflower as well as their CBD e-liquids. By the way, it contains no nicotine, no THC, no MCT or vitamin E oil. Get your product now using my special code K5Sapphire. That's K-5-S-A-P-P-H-I-R-E for 10% off at cloud5.store. That's K-L-O-U-D 5.store. Enjoy the rest of the show. Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine. Grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet... Get the vibrations stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two, one. What is up all you sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? It's your girl, Sapphire. And your fit and dirty girl, yes. And we have a special guest tonight. Her name is Antoinette Gomez, also known as Antoinette G on IG. And she is a cannabis and sex expert. And I am so excited. Ever since I've been joining Clubhouse, I have been connecting with more people than I ever had, even on Instagram. And Antoinette, I'm so fortunate to even get you because I know that... You're a busy lady in this biz. So thank you so much. Let's, you know, talk about it. Tell us, you know, our audience, you know, what you do. I know that you're in Canada. You are very big in the cannabis business, as well as mixing in sexuality with it. So give the audience a little taste. Hey, ladies, I am so happy to be here. And oh, my God, I know Clubhouse is such an amazing connector. Like what a perfect time to have Clubhouse. It's brought networking into our bedrooms. It really has. (laughs) I'm just glad for once we don't have to be clothed, fully make up just to like prove a point, host a little panel or two. I love the low maintenance. Just to share, you know, talk amongst like-minded individuals on things that are really important and you're passionate about. So I love that. I've been in so many cannabis um, rooms with you and so many sexuality, um, sex positive rooms with you as well. And that's where I just love. And it's been so phenomenal to be to share like things that I've been working on for the past eight years with everybody. Um, So those of you who don't know about me, I'm Antoinette Gomez. I am the CEO and founder of Pleasure Peaks. Pleasure Peaks is a cannabinoid-based sexual health company for the past five years. Uh, we, I started the company because I noticed that as a holistic nutritionist, that there was a huge demographic of people who were suffering from sexual health ailments. And not only that, but there weren't, you know, brands or companies or pharmaceutical um, research that were focused on helping these people. It was just like kind of just not talked about. It was too taboo to talk about sexual health, regardless of even talking about sexual pleasure. Like, ooh, (laughs) you know? So I found that there was a lot of people who were suffering and that kind of came as an overlap of working with chronic pain patients and working in um, a dispensary like very long ago and compassion clubs, which we had here in Canada. A lot of people don't know that cannabis has been legal for over 25 years for medical purposes here in Canada. Not even many doctors know about it, which is like the most insane part. Um, that is crazy. For years about, about that. 
Most definitely. Um, the reason why we have cannabis for medical purposes is because cancer patients and HIV patients deserve to have medical um, can, um, chronic pain products that would help them, right? So cannabis being a natural alternative, they fought for legislation and which is why we have to pay homage to that demographic, which is kind of why it like, boils my blood that Canada has like, you know, we're, everybody's so happy that can- Canada has legalized federally. Yeah, it's amazing. We have recreational weed, but, you know, medical patients still don't have quality products. You know, when it comes to our edibles, we're still capped at 10 milligrams. Guys, 10 milligrams. That ain't shit. But in our edibles for patients, which is insane. So, you know, we're just starting to have compassionate care and compassionate pricing for cannabis products here in Canada. But there's so much more that has to be done in this space, which is why I created the Green Rush program, which helps people um, join our industry with a very conscious lens on how to create a very innovative cannabis industry that could, you know, hopefully one day change the world, change the economy and change healthcare because there's so many different applications that cannabis can have, um, which, you know, we just need to bring to the forefront so we can normalize cannabis for really what it is, an amazing textile, an amazing medicine, an amazing alternative for so many other things that don't need to be used today. I completely agree with you. And Yaz and I have definitely We've talked about cannabis and sexuality a little bit on our show, but to have someone like yourself who really is in that business and let alone badass woman, you know, people don't understand how thriving the cannabis business is now. Like if anything, people are looking for jobs and looking for new job interests. Honestly, the cannabis business, I believe, is the way to go now. Of course, there might be some differences between Canada's regulations and America's regulations because weed is not fully legalized in every state. Slowly, we're seeing like a rollout come out on, you know, the justice against those who have been convicted of cannabis, just intake, possession, the whole nine distribution. But there's also this ongoing chatter. And this was also on Clubhouse the other night that I was in. And they were talking about the pricing. And you just mentioned even with these, you know, dispensaries versus the compassionate um, places for people that don't understand, for those who might be a little vanilla to the cannabis world. Can you maybe break it down like real quick, the difference between a dispensary and the compassionate route? Yeah, most definitely. So when it comes to cannabis and when it comes to accessing cannabis, I guess, in the legal sense, you're either um, accessing it through a recreational retailer or a medicinal retailer. Mm -hmm. And I guess how it comes through that in Canada is that we have licensed dispensaries all throughout, you know, Canada and each provincial, um, you know, regulatory was able to figure out how they wanted to roll out their 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 dispensaries which is really interesting so sometimes it went under the liquor control board sometimes it went through the alcohol and gaming sometimes it went through you know um um to private private Mm -hmm. equity became like entrepreneurs so it's really interesting how canada really let it left um the option of retail to the provinces to figure out what worked for them which was really cool but either way 
um, they have all decided to either have medical dispensaries or recreational dispensaries. Another thing I would just like to add while being in this space for eight years, regardless if you're using it for recreational purposes, you're still going to reap all of the amazing medicinal benefits, right? So you're still going to feel like that relaxing of the muscles. You're still going to feel like anti-anxiety effects. Mm-hmm. You're still going to feel increase of appetite if that's something that you need or increased sleep if that's something that you need because it helps with homeostasis, right? Um, but for, you know, other people like patients, for example, who have medical ailments that cannabis can incredibly um, help, such as, um, you know, people who are prescribed cannabis for insomnia or people who are prescribed cannabis for um, cancers or endometriosis or um Assault, cyber, assault survivors. And I guess those kind of come up to the top of my head because I work in the sexual health space. Right. Um, but there's so many other um, ailments that you can be prescribed cannabis for. There's a lot of veterans for PTSD and a lot of chronic pain ailments as well. Um, but on top of that, when I talk about compassionate pricing, when you obtain cannabis, um, if it is being used as a medicine, it should be uh, insured under insurance, right? Your health insurance, Absolutely. as you would think, right? Uh, we're Canadian, so of course that would happen, right? So with that being said- Well, y'all got that um, free healthcare have, too, so- Exactly, so <laughs> I have to go through it, our pharmacists. So some medical products um, go through our pharmaceuticals um, retailers and, it, and you get compassionate pricing if you do have insurance, right? Um, So that's a way how, you know, people who pay a lot of money, to be honest, I know some patients who spend hundreds of dollars, maybe even $500 on cannabis oil alone, simply because cannabis oil is incredibly expensive here in Canada with the way how uh, we produce it, specifically like in these large, huge, um, you know, manufacturing sites that we're not using greenhouses per se um, to really manipulate the plant are very expensive and don't have much yield. So that being said, we have very expensive product and sometimes, you know, people need a lot of cannabis. Sometimes people need 100 milligrams, 1,000 milligrams because they might be in intense pain um, or whether that's mental or physical, right? So with that being said, those people should have compassionate pricing. Definitely when, you know, we have a recreational market that has deals and sales all the time, right? So it's it's, it's only fair that we have those um, opportunities and and spaces for retail. That's why I do love it. Now, Yaz and I, we definitely wanted to get into, you know, the sexual route. And we both like had some like little questions we wanted to ask. So, Yaz, I don't know if you want to add into something first before we dive in it, because Yaz is more of a smoker than I am. Like, <laughs> I I mean I smoke but I also have to cherish the throat the lungs the whole thing and I've been having like really like maybe you could help me out Antoinette but you know I of course I'm such a geek on cannabis I could talk in any part of it <laughs> well we might, we might need to like cure Saf because I love I love my weed but now it's like I have to kind of balance my weekly intake And most of the time, it's like, I know that besides the podcast, I'm usually not doing any vocal work on the weekend. But then, you know, things happen and I want to get elevated. But shit, it's like I love edibles, but I love smoking. I have a smoking fetish. So I like to see myself smoke. I like to see my friends smoke. I get off to that shit. It's amazing. But yes, before we cut in with my ailments. (laughs) You ever thought about using the oil pen instead of actual smoking? No, no, I that's the thing too. I've been doing the vape 
the vaping okay. and all that. And what I, was, I would love to say is that, you know, it's such a shameless plug though, but you got to get the pleasure pack at Pleasure Peaks because uh-oh. there's so many ways that you can use cannabis. And this is why we have such a diverse product line. We have eight products in our pleasure line, which is our recreational line. And what I love about this is this is just a way how you can, you know, add pleasure into your life in a variety of different ways. What we know is that, you know, not only is gender fluid and sexuality is fluid, so is pleasure, right? So regardless if something that, you know, if you're finding barriers of getting pleasure, whether that's health, like you're saying, like you don't want to really want to hurt your your lungs. Um, we have other alternatives for that. Whether that's, you know, you having a berry, whether that's pain, we have different cannabis products for that. What I, what I love is that people are like, what's the best strain for sex? You know? And oh, like we were going to ask you about that for sure. If it, only that it was that simple, right? It's uh, that question doesn't even matter. What matters is like, what really do you want? Because we got it. <laughs> right. So when you check out our pleasure pack, it has, it shows you all the different ways that you can consume cannabinoids for pleasure. Right. So one of my favorite products is the bath salts. Using cannabis bath salts are incredible for your body. So specifically, like you said, if you're really working hard, if you're at your desk or at your, at your sitting at your couch, you've been watching Netflix, you know, four or five days, a week and you're just really feeling very like stiff and crunchy and you don't really feel like you know able to stretch and breathe in and feel all of the juiciness that your body you know had to offer at one point yes (laughs) using that bath salt I I like to use the bath salts on every Sunday it's like a ritual for me every Sunday I like to you know put the bath salts um, in my bath and I like to soak in it for at least an hour you don't have to get uh, soak in it for an hour to feel the effects you really only need a half an hour but what I love about the endocannabinoid system is that you know the receptors are all throughout your skin as well Mm -hmm. so you know you really do feel the whole effect from your from your toes all the way up to like your head and your nose it feels so delicious to just melt all of that stress that you're holding in your body right um so that's one product that we have you know we definitely can't wait to talk talk to you guys all about the sex you know how we can have more pleasurable sex life and more stronger orgasms because we all know we're dealing with a lot of stress <laughs> for this past year, the whole year. Okay, yes. Um, so how can we really help bring pleasure into that area, right? Let's release all this tension we're holding in our pelvic floor. Let's release all of this, you know, sexual frustration to the, just call it for what it is, right? Because we're not dating right now. And even if we are dating and we're living with a significant other, oh my God, that's a whole different story. Let's get into <laughs> self-pleasure, right? Self-pleasure, because that's really what we need. We need healing. Yes. <laughs> And when, what another thing how we can help there is using our cannabis lubricant. So our CBD lubricant is so, so, so effective. And what I love about it is that, you know, cannabis is been known to be a natural aphrodisiac for generations. Like cannabis has been used for um, the Kama Sutras and tantric um, um practices from the Indian cultures for thousands of years. It's literally written in the Kama Sutra, which is beautiful. So I find that when using this plant, 
if it's infused with an oil like ours, for, for example, when you apply it on the vulva, the vulva is a very high mucosa area. So a little cannabis actually goes a really long way. But what I like to say is like, use this as a marinade rather than a lube, okay? So you want to use this like 10 minutes before you actually have intercourse, right? Because, hey, if he eats it all, what are you going to get? That is so, oh my God. I'm so, so glad that you- Make sure- I'm so glad he, you mentioned that. Make sure you like, you know, you get some out of it, right? You, you get, and absorb it for like at least 10 to 15 minutes so you can get those effects before going into penetration or into vibrators. And then just, you know, you're welcome. Just, just enjoy <laughs> the ride after that. It's yes. like night and day on the beautiful concoction on how it works. And how it works specifically is like CBD, not only is it a muscle relaxant, which helps the, the pelvic floor, that's really what's, help, uh, what's, what's a huge barrier for a woman to obtain orgasm is they're too tense, right? They're not allowing themselves to not only work through it within their muscles, but also breathe through it. So it really helps that area. And, um, and it also um, mitigates pain. So if you are suffering from, you know, endometriosis or you're suffering from not only physical pain, but mental pain, a lot of assault survivors mm -hmm. like myself suffered from pain with penetration because of that. So that can also mitigate those effects as well. So that's why it's so amazing, a beautiful concoction for perfect orgasms. And that's just two products. There's a whole eight other. Well, <laughs> I want to get, other, right? so. I definitely want to get into this because I know that now lately, a lot of my friends have always asked me like about the lubricants and all that. Mm -hmm. And like you said, you know, I love to spray a little on right before I know I'm about to get some like it's a whole thing. I lay spread out bald eagle, just spritz here, spritz there. Let it just marinate for a little and bit. Get the wet blankets out. Of yes. course, you know, honey, like I got my got to have my splat mat down. They already know what time it is. That's it. Yes. You know, got the drawer all set. It's ready to go. But definitely I've noticed certain strains for sure for me have definitely elevated. Like, oh my God, I told this to Yaz and I think I even said it on the show, but a couple weeks ago during the Versus show with Too Short and E40, I was high as shit. High as shit. And... Just during a very awkward moment when they're talking about vagina hair and talking about Jay's all types of different sex shit. All of a sudden, I felt myself getting so turned on. I don't know what it was, but I was like, holy shit, I'm just by myself. I got the candles going. I had a whole mood. So I was masturbating throughout that entire Good rest time. of the verses. What, you guys? I said Suit and Tai wasn't there to watch it with you? Suit and Tai was, I believe this was around Christmas. So he was actually back in Detroit. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, he wasn't around. Now, Antoinette, Suit and Tai is my boyfriend. We do not live together, but he's over all the time. Um, yeah. Thank, and thank goodness we do not kill each other. Like, it's quarantine has been great for our sex life. I will say that. It's been, it's magical. Now, the funny thing is he does not smoke. He just drinks. So I have to go in my closet because he can't even stand the smell. He can't even stand the smell. He does not even like the smell of cannabis. Like he could taste it 
you know, and he'll know like I smoked or whatever, but mm -mm. So, Antoinette, is the lube flavorful? Like, can you taste the CBD or the, the THC in it? No, that would be no, so not unpleasant. So no, you can't taste the weed in it, most definitely not. I feel like it almost enhances your- We actually made it unflavorful because we, we just didn't want to add flavor. I'm not a huge fan of flavors. I just, <laughs> I think the best flavor is a natural woman's, you know, pussy, definitely. That's just the but best flavor. You're adding something to throw off a pH, you know, like- Exactly. And like we we are clinically formulated. I actually poached um, some of the doctors that were working on Pfizer, which were which is phenomenal. Nice. Um, so we definitely have amazing doctors that worked on our clinic, uh, our clinical formulations. Because I wanted to. The thing is, when I started this company in two thousand and fifteen. Once I noticed it was working with women with endometriosis, because it became like my own personal project with mm -hmm. working at this clinic, um, I was shocked. I was absolutely mind blown how effective it was becoming for these women. Uh, it was just like one story after the other. You know, women who are told they're never going to have children, let alone they're never going to have pleasurable sex, you know, not having sex with their husbands for years. And, you know, telling them that they have to have the surgery too having full-on orgasms and having children is mind-blowing so the fact that this is not only an amazing alternative for so many women um that i've seen with my own eyes it, it should be you know it should be not more readily available period right and it should be more known which is why we have the pleasure talks podcast which i love to share my platform with other women to share their stories on how cannabis has helped them with their own sexual health how often because do you do I, the podcast by the way we do about like two to three episodes um, a month, okay. uh, which I love. It's so phenomenal. And we get so many submissions from our own community who just wanted to share their own stories. I will have a disclaimer that I'm never here to treat, cure, diagnose anybody here for cannabis or their consumptions or their ailments. But I will say is that I have seen so many, you know, women and men have tremendous life-changing experiences with the use of cannabis. And I'm just here to educate people on all of the natural alternatives. So people can make their own educated choices. I believe that's what needs to happen in healthcare. I don't believe that, you know, we should be told this is what needs to happen. I should, Andy believe just be told like, this is what can happen. What would you like to have? What matters to you? Because, you know, life is so subjective. Period. It is. And honey, in a <laughs> no. world where anybody now is a quote unquote expert, it's good yeah. that one that you made that disclaimer because we, we love having people you know in their fields and rightfully so but we also love and respect when someone's not pushing their agenda it's like here's what I have these are the resources that I can give you you know because happy to these help people are these people are the expert of their own bodies and that's what we love to just share at pleasure pieces like we want you to take your own pleasure and your own healthcare into your own hands because you know your body the best you know you're the vagina the best you know um i've heard so many people um say that they've gone to the, the hospital so many times and they've been like i'm in pain i'm in pain and they'd say oh it's just your period it's just your period girl i've had my period for six years it's not their period okay <laughs> you know your body so you need to be the biggest advocate for speaking with your doctors and seeing what is up because you know it's so unfortunate that it takes eight years to be diagnosed with endometriosis that's eight years of women feeling that there's something wrong with them or they're just having like you know not painful sex and that this is just the life that they're giving no there are products and services and communities for you 
you know, health like Western medicine and surgeries aren't the only one. Mm -hmm. And I just want people to know that so they can make their own choices. I'm glad that you brought that up, um, talking about women with endometriosis, as well as, you know, the inability to bear children, because just Mm -hmm. yesterday I was researching and there was an article that popped up on a couple sites and it was talking about women, you know, who use cannabis for a certain amount of time are having a harder time conceiving. So I wanted to know if maybe you can shed some light on that because, you know, they even make the disclaimer. It's still unknown whether, you know, cannabis use influences the risk of pregnancy loss or if it's, you know, other lining, underlining issues surrounding pregnancy and whether or not intake of weed is to blame because I've been hearing so many conflicting things over the years. I've heard and what yes I've heard about the men too like their sperm count isn't as high when they smoke a lot of weed right like there's the whole potency thing it's like okay no one can actually just give people a straight ass answer when it surrounds cannabis use and impetus uh, impetusy it just it's like nowhere to be found. Very conflicting reports. So I wanted to know if maybe you wanted to talk briefly about that or if you had any knowledge you want to shed on that surrounding it. Yeah, so I have never heard that. This is the first time I'm actually hearing that cannabis is not good for um, or is causing women to have um, pregnancy loss or like lo- like miscarriages. I haven't heard. This is the first time I'm hearing that at all. Uh, <laughs> obviously, yeah. considering Pleasure Peaks has, you know, gotten women the opportunity to bear children after being told not to for so many years. Um, so this is very news to me. But what I will say is that we have a long way to go in terms of um, not only cannabis and sexual health research, but sexual health research, period. Yes. It's insane. Like, did you know that, you know, women's sexual health research is the least studied area in the body and least funded area in the body. Which um, makes no me, sense, by the I, way. Did, am I the only person that knows that this is where we're born? This is where life starts? Like, this is a great place to start research, guys. Like, you know, don't you think this deserves a little bit more, um, you know, research on considering like this can change I don't know, generations to come. So what I find is that, you know, at Pleasure Peaks, we do our own in-house research. And this is why we we also hire um, not only clinicians, but also researchers so we can focus on on cannabis sexual health research. If you do want to be a part of the amazing cannabis sexual health research that's happening today, please check out um, pleasurepeaks.com and join our pleasure labs. We definitely do a lot of in-house research regarding like product testing and we'll keep you in the loop for all of our pharmaceutical testings to come now pleasure peaks that's all again located in canada correct for all of our listeners who might be in america and beyond just to make sure you know if in case they are interested currently is in the states um our product line is currently is in the states a lot of the research we're doing currently is in canada okay uh we'll be we'll be doing a lot of our um pharmaceutical testing in the states as well so please sign up and uh, our products will you know hopefully one day we will be global so we do work with um a lot of different manufacturers globally with through licensing agreements um and keeping our own you know formulations close at home um as well as our research because there is a lot of product development Obviously, I can't share everything we're, we're working on, but trust me, we're definitely focused on the pharmaceutical space, especially because there's 
girl. There's so much on. to be done. Like, you know, there's so much that we don't have, which I've been, you know, acknowledging over the eight years. Like, I don't even know where to start, you know, epidurals, for example, <laughs> like God, you know, so we have a lot more way to go. So if you want to be a part of that, please subscribe as, you know, we are a really big global community and our products should be global eventually as, you know, cannabis and drug policy open up. No, I'm glad that you are putting the spotlight on there because again, sexuality, sex research is always, always evolving. Um, Mm -hmm. And like you said, it's kind of like an eek factor and I'm like, no one could see my reaction, but I kind of gave myself an eek because it's true. When you look at the study of sexuality, you know, we hear about Masters and Johnson, we hear about um, Kinsey, but again, these are white, cis, male, and women, but it does not branch out any further than that. It's kind of like you have to now think off for the internet and social media, have to go out and seek, you know, some of these pleasure coaches, but you also have to still be weary about if they're licensed properly, you know, how well trained are they? What focal points in human sexuality do they, you know, focus on? And then when you want to add in, you know, the cannabis and sex industry together, you really have to like be mindful of who are these people, you know, doing the research, doing the work and all that. Because again, these are businesses that are booming and thriving in many different ways. But at the same time, everybody slaps on that. I'm an expert when they're really not, you know, totally. It's a lot of fakeness. Like, yeah, it's so freaking annoying. And like, yeah, like I can swear, like it's so fucking annoying. Like, Jesus, it's ridiculous, it's like, especially since like, you know, we obviously met on Clubhouse and there's a million experts and mentors and coaches. And absolutely. <laughs> and that was something All that we talked about. People. And, uh, you know, I think. You know, it's just like I don't hate coaches. What I hate is like multi-level marketing. What I hate is people who like just want to sell shit to sell shit and provide no value and just like hurt people because that's really what it does at the end of the day because it provides zero value. Um, But what I will say is that like I believe that coaches today, regardless of like what it is, there's so many different types. There's like productivity coaches, you know, people who just want to get you to go along. If there's one person that actually is finding so much relief out of their life and it's making their day so much better, fucking kudos to them. You're helping the world be a better place. Wonderful, you know, but I find that it's all about when it comes when it comes to you seeking coaches or seeking teachers or seeking mentors what i will say is that you have to make sure that they are in alignment with your goals and that you know they're doing what you want to be doing right so it's just like yeah there are definitely coaches out there who are selling like I'd say like the cannabis and the cannabis and sex space, because that's the space that I'm in. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who are doing like Tantra classes, right? Or like how to make lube classes and like all of these fun things. Like, yeah, it's cool. Just make sure that the person who's teaching you, you know, knows their stuff. You would want to make sure that, you know, they're in alignment with your goals. What are your goals, right? Do you care about your, you know, your sexual health, like in terms of, you know, having high quality ingredients, right? Or Not to mention... More- Yaz and I are very vocal. We are very sensitive. We have very sensitive vulvas. So we have to be mindful of what products, you know, when people recommend even some of the weed lubes, I've broken out from that. I haven't tried them either. 
Like, for example, there's one um, that, you know, pains my heart because I, you know, I get I get pitched all time, all the time under the sun. You know, mm-hmm. every, any any sex company wants to get into the cannabis space. Right. And I say, like, look, your ingredients aren't good, period. There's a reason <laughs> why I got in this industry, because KY and Trojan don't even have good ingredients mm-hmm. for, you know, a lot of women's uh, vulvas and our, and our natural pH. So why do you think that your your sexual your sex company that's made in China? is any better right so with that being said there is a company called high on love right and they put hemp cannabis sativa oil in their in their lubes right right in their you know in their chemical filled lube they just put hemp oil right and slap cbd on it and it's just like i i specifically because they asked me to be a consultant and i was like first of all this isn't legal this is compliant and this isn't good this is just crap really oh, you God. know and it's such a disservice to people right and they didn't care they didn't want to keep me on board because they didn't care. <laughs> they just continue to sell that product, right? So that product is now being used by people who are probably listening to me talking about like, oh, it could help you maybe with fibroids or endo and all of these other things, right? And they're using it and it's, it's not even cannabis. It's not even hemp. It's hemp oil. It's virtually snake oil because oh God. cannabis hemp sativa oil that is found in like milk cosmetics and like Sephora, when you find these, these weed brands, and I say these weed brands in quotes because there's fucking no weed in them. It's snake oil, right? So that is compliant hemp oil, AKA the hemp oil you buy at Loblaws. This is not cannabis. They're using it as an amazing marketing gimmick to get you to buy their weed in quote product right mm-hmm. so with that being said there's a lot of um you know like do you care if it's a cannabis product or do you just want a cool cute cannabis product because it looks aesthetically pleasing on your youtube channel <laughs> you know is it in alignment with your goals i don't know what your goals are it's cool if you want to be trending and have cannabis weed cosmetics company but do you need cannabis cosmetics because you have hyperpigmentation or like acne then use a different product right so there's no right or wrong it's just the education behind it and i think that that's where the industry is doing a disservice with all of this misinformation going everywhere Absolutely. Right? So not only are we finding it in cosmetics, we're finding it in the sexual health space, which I boils my blood. <laughs> well, since we all like to use the weeds, and I'm saying the weeds like an old person, but I want to get um, everybody's thought in the room of which maybe strains or, you know, yeah, which strains work for you? Like oh, which- yeah, I wrote that down. And I just wanted to say at the on the boxes of every single Pleasure Peaks products, you can scan a, a QR code on every box and see the certificate of analysis. You can see yes. the type of CBD and all of the other cannabinoids that are in each product. So it's not that it's not hemp oil, guys. It's it's a fucking ingredient. But when it comes to um, my favorite strain, when it comes to like, oh, my God, I have a story for you guys. Yes, we love stories, girl. This strain, I swear to God, was like... um. I was like a date rape drug. (laughs) So infatuated by this person. It was like Molly or something. It was just like, it's super silver haze. It's my favorite love strain. It's not my favorite sex strain. It's my favorite love strain. You will smoke this and you will just be infatuated with the person in front of you. It doesn't matter if it's a person or a painting. You will just love it so much. And that's what I just love about the strain. It just puts all of your stresses away and it just makes you find give in to the beauty that this world offers it's super silver haze it's such a beautiful strain it's a bc um, origin strain a canadian strain of course but it's one of my 
favorite, Super Ooh. Silver Haze. Another strain that I love just for, you know, philosophical reasons and self-love and self-healing reasons is Pink Kush. Pink Kush is a huge Canadian strain as well. I'm always shocked that like not many Americans know about it. I've never heard of Pink Kush. Yeah, yes, have you so heard of that? Insane. Uh-oh, did we lose ass? Huh? Did Pink Kush... No, I said never had it either. Yeah, it's insane. It's like a quad. It's premium quad quality, like oh beautiful buds. It's one of the best. Like it's that's also something that really is so cool to me is genetics. The differences on genetics doesn't, in, you know, the different countries that you're in are just so cool. I love you know, the like coloring. OG, OG is named after ocean grown. OG comes from you know the Caribbean in Jamaica, and I so I can't wait that we understand genetics more because once you know your genetics and your strains and your terpene profiles that's when you can really start curating your cannabis experiences to the bedroom right so that's what i teach in my cannabis one-on-one classes i have one coming up soon in february i have a few actually so there's tons february is our biggest month with valentine's day i'll make sure Uh, to put your website on our bio of this episode so people can really get in touch with you because you are dropping some gems tonight so much yes definitely um yeah yeah that's where you'll learn everything for cannabis and how to use it in the bedroom and most of those events are free as well so please do check them out yes yes what are your favorite like go-tos like which ones get you like just absolutely going anything that has like an orangey type of like smell to it I like like yeah, it's real tangy. And sometimes, like even before I'm like, if I'm horny and I want to masturbate, I'm like, I gotta smoke a little bit. Yes. Is but I have to smoke a little bit before I masturbate. It just makes it's just better. Yeah, I'm more relaxed. (laughs) It's like a fantasy. Yeah, exactly. It makes it this. Ooh, I'm thinking about this person a little bit more. I miss the sex clubs in Toronto. We used to have a sex club. We used to have a patio that you could smoke weed on. Oh, man. The I miss sex clubs. I miss swingers right. clubs. All them parties. You know they're virtual now? Yes, but you know, it's not the same. It's not the same. Um, like, I, I, I did. Gone, yeah, I, <laughs> I did. I did a virtual threesome with one of my, because I'm poly. So one of my couples that I date, we had a virtual threesome that was hot and all. But I was like, at the same time, you know, we were talking about a sex party that they went to online and how just like distracting it can get you know there's a lot of people doing god knows what and it's like not everybody's gonna mute their mic not everybody's gonna you know turn down the sound of pleasure well, sound organized enough yeah like now that have so it's not like over zoom like it's pretty safe now when it comes to sex clubs i have a whole podcast episode on it now like they have different rooms and yes like, networking like oh it's so cool it's so fun but um yeah see i need to join one of those and just say i went i'll participate Mm -hmm. as a voyeur but i don't know about me getting naked on camera with a bunch of other strangers it's even like i feel the same way even in a like in-person sex party half of the time i do not play really yes unless if i'm with my like significant others even then I kind of have to be wary because I had been recognized before and it made me really uncomfortable. Like I had to ask the person to like back the fuck away and it kind of killed my high. It killed my, it just killed the whole mood. I was like, okay, 
Now I'm you're a late. Performer. Yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, listen, I like to perform, but until I get recognized, mm, I don't want. Yeah. Like, I love my earbuds. I love the fans, but don't don't say that you're a fan and then now you're following me and asking. And he was asking like, who do I have to ask permission to fuck Sapphire? And I'm like, um, you asked Sapphire. <laughs> Nobody I'm with owns my pussy totally that's odd yeah you know so it just it kind of rubbed me the wrong way but now i'm like i miss them i miss the thrill of the sex parties but not to go and what's the what yes stories that's why i don't like sex parties in houses because they're not organized appropriately you know like the sex clubs that i went to were actual clubs like they were clubs 24 7 yeah that's all they do and they do it professionally okay guys (laughs) you have a system that works you gotta be a member you gotta abide by these rules oh they definitely everybody's safe and and that is what it is yeah there's definitely some out here in la that are fine i've done the members ones where it's you know my dom slash boyfriend he's been a member at some places which is great the house parties I liked because they were more intimate, most of the time controlled, except for that one time I went and it was just, again, a deranged fan. You never know. You never know. <laughs> you, never know. It's just, you gotta you call for security, security comes, boom, you're out kind of thing. And you're out of the entire group. Once you make somebody that uncomfortable, like you're not even asked to come to future parties, which is great. I respected that. I was like, thank you. Thank you for letting me have another safe space even though that was a little a little nuts a little crazy but to go on with the the strains and what gets us going i'm mostly like blue dream northern lights um there's this one from the raw gardens which is the vape company that i like to go through their summer cart their summer breeze cart cartridges oh my God, that's the shit that got me going. That was like the one go-to. But again, you know, like we've been saying, everybody's bodies are different. You know, whatever turns them on is totally different, which I'm just thankful. Again, you know, there's people like yourself out there that can help, you know, women and men, especially for those who may not be, you know, on top of their cannabis, you know, game. Maybe they're just like first time smokers and they want to, do the whole enhancement. Do you have any tips, advice for those, you know, especially for the couples who are quarantined together and they want to explore? I've been noticing a lot of friends of mine, they're doing like experimenting with drugs in the bedroom. So I know. Yeah. Like quarantine, like such a amazing time to be like exploring sexualities and plays and fantasies. I also do one-on-one pleasure coaching for anybody that's interested. You can find that at Pleasure Peaks on Instagram um, to book online. But I would say if you're, you know, taking advantage of this amazing time to be with your partner, I think, you know, a lot of people are, you know, becoming numb to that and are pushing away their partners. And I feel that if If you are finding yourself turned off, that's even a bigger reason to like delve deep into that. First with yourself, you know, first Mm -hmm. see like where you're at, smoke alone, sit sit with yourself and journal, journal. You'll always be surprised like what comes up, Um, you know, just force yourself to fill a page with whatever that is of what like you're sexually frustrated about and what your sexual needs are currently. Um, And then, you know, what I would do right now is see 
where your partner's at, what your partner's sexual needs are and where they're at currently. I would, you can either do it together, you can do it solo, you come back and share it with you guys afterwards, you know, um, and see where you're at. And if cannabis is on the list and it's not on the other person's list, don't be judgmental of that. Don't be judgmental that your partner is a stoner, quote unquote, you know, um, and know that they just love to consume and you still love that person for them. You love them mind, body and soul. So let's try and honor that within this quarantine and go back to the reason why you fell in love with this person, right? So what I love to share is teaching people what Tantra is because I feel Tantra is so was so life-changing for me, but it is so um, sexual healing for, for so many people out there. And I think we really need that today. <laughs> I think we really Hell need that. Hell yes. And I really want to take advantage of the time that we have to with each other to honor each other and that does take time like tantric experiences and tantric sexual experiences aren't quickies like 15 minutes or you know lower they're hours and hours of beautiful breath work holding caressing honoring and sexual experiences orgasming so it's a lot more but it's worth it if you're willing to go on that journey with a person it's a lot of communication and we know that a lot of communication is a lot of work relationships are work hell yes yeah right but i feel that if you guys love each other it's so fucking worth it it's so fucking worth it to love each other even more have these really sacred relationships and i find that you know it's so beautiful to experience that in a lifetime and i feel like not many people do and i feel that if you are one of those people who want to delve deep into that i would love to share with you and guide you on that tantric beautiful um loving experience because yeah it's just it's so beautiful and i hope that many of you do take up take on that challenge because it's so it's so beautiful (laughs) no i love sometimes it's it's the touch for me that's more orgasmic than the physical penetration like Mm -hmm. the penetration is just like the added bonus you agree with that i thought i heard you yes to say that it's like i don't know it's something more rewarding and again because, you know, a lot of us are still self-quarantining, which we all should be doing, um, we're deprived of that. You know, there are studies that show that human touch is essential. You know, this is one of the leading factors why people have depression and even anxiety because they're not enjoying another body to hold on to. Now, mind you, if you have underlining issues involving touch, this, of course, does not pertain to you. But at the same time, humans need interaction. You know, they need another person to kind of feel what they're feeling or to share those intimate moments. So that's why I even love when I do partake in some cannabis before sexual activity. It's like the touch for me. A touch a certain way, I'll just orgasm and that's it. I'm fucking yours for the rest of the night. It's just, I love how it really does enhance all of my senses and like for me i'm an intellectual lover so i need that communication so you know like there's five love languages you know it's it's such a fun time to just delve deeper into your sexuality see what your attachment love life like lifestyle is right see what your five love languages are see which ones like what see what you truly need or want sexually in a relationship you know as a human because if you don't even know what you want like how are you supposed to share that with a person how is your partner supposed to Right. So I find that it's a great time to focus on ourselves and what we need so we can have more beautiful love, loving experiences in this world. And that's where we're going to a more 
conscious, high vibration, you know, um, humanitarian life, hopefully going <laughs> forward. It's definitely a shift that's happening. And this capitalistic me, 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 you know, is just not working anymore. It's not. So honor yourself. So what I loved about Tantra is that, you know, me as an intellectual partner, I love to see my partner and how they've grown as a human, you know, and I need to know like what their past traumas are and how they've gone through that and how they want to honor themselves and their partner and their children and going forward and their families, you know, and like all of that stuff. So I find that Tantra could be really beautiful at showing your partner who they are at their core, at their spirit and, um, you know, another way to honor them. And I feel like as women, we don't do that enough. No, I feel that we're like, these guys are our caretakers. These guys take care of me. It's about me, 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 right? But we, we all like to be the damsel. Men who've gone through a lot of stuff, especially during a pandemic where their whole life has been flipped on over and they're, you know, they're freaking out too. So let's honor them for what they are. But this is all like, you know, I don't like to believe in gender constructs. It goes by either way, you know, like whatever, but humans need sexual healing right yes. now. And um, men are involved in this equation as well. Uh, we used to be a woman's sexual health company. We started five years ago, right? So like gender has grown so much. So, so has our business. So our products are for men and women. We believe that our, you know, pleasure for all, everybody, all races, all genders. Um, pleasure is your birthright. We want everybody to have access to these products. Even the suppositories, like they're incredibly effective vaginally and incredibly effective anally as well. So like- Interesting. for all, you know, there's no judgment here, um, but there's so much ways that cannabis can help you have more better sexual experiences. Let's talk about one myth, or maybe it's not so much myth, but a lot of people- maybe say, you know, yes, smoke a lot of weed, we get cotton mouth. What about cotton vagina? Totally. Cotton it's vagina. Definitely a thing. It's definitely a thing. So it's just like, um, what is that? Um, it's not, it's not a cute and sexy word. It's a, it's, it's an anatomy <laughs> word, but basically from your mouth to your anus is all one, two, right? It's just one long ass straw that goes all the way down, right? So yes, if you are smoking and consuming cannabis through smoke, smoke is what um, dehydrates you, mm -hmm. right? Uh, the combustion aspect. So if you're using an edible or a topical or a lube, for example, you won't get cotton pussy. It's the actual smoking, just like cigarettes would be um, dehydrating on the body, on the vaginal tissue, on our mucosa tissue, in our, in our mouth tissue as well, right? So you won't have that if you're using cannabis. You will only have that if you smoke cannabis. So it's the actual like method of consumption per se that gives you that effect. Something was telling me it was going to be, it was more so the fact of the act of smoking because again I feel that if I take an edible and then I go right into sex even if I put some weed lube or no weed lube and just use my natural lubrication and then throughout you know the sexual activity put on some more lube I don't have that that sense of friction in fact I'm very very relaxed my muscles you know I still have a great grip and everything thanks to kegels but you know I definitely do feel a little different when I smoke it versus when I'm consuming it, like through the mouth. Oh, yeah. For orally. Sure. Definitely. 
especially if you're like smoking a bong, like a lot oh, of smoke, you know, like or a dab, damn, you know. So. If I'm doing a dab, I'm going to bed. Okay. There will be no sex. There won't even be like me throwing out my mouth saying like, oh, well, here's my mouth. No, I'm going I the fuck that. to sleep. But yeah, exactly. That's a whole other thing. Like the one thing I hate is sometimes people are like, oh, like you said cannabis would be in the bedroom and I smoke so much pot and then I pass the fuck out. Like, what the fuck? And it's just like, well, you know, I'm sorry, but that's not, you didn't use it responsibly. It's like alcohol, right? Consume yeah. responsibly. If you're too drunk, you're not going to have fun sexual experiences. <laughs> you're too intoxicated, right? So the same effects will go for cannabis for sure. But if you are interested, please check out our, our cannabis and pleasure classes. We have them all the time. Most of them are free. So it's always a fun time. We ask all your questions too. The questions always get me. They're always new ones. And uh, yeah, it's always a fun time. <laughs> yes. Did you want to add something before we wrap up any questions? Maybe you have a myth that you want to bring up or I know you were well, talking, you wanted to know about blowjobs earlier. Well, I want to know also, like, I've never experienced a sexual, like, feeling doing edibles. Like, what do you think is the difference between, like, the flower and an edible? Yeah, I totally find the same. Like, edibles don't make me feel get in, like, a sexy mood. They just make me feel baked you know it just makes me feel like it's just like I'm high without smoking so you're like why am I high like why am I high I'm always like it's always like the edibles like you forget you're high because you didn't yeah. smoke you know so it's just this is different for me I'm just not really used to it but then there's some people who only eat edibles because they don't like smoking and it what works for them right so but it doesn't work for you like don't use it if it does work for you great but i would say that i feel very much the same they don't make me feel in a sexy mood um i only use edibles if i have a really bad cramps also not in a sexy mood <laughs> um but i find that some people love edibles right but what i would say if like you wanted to use an edibles in a sexy way why don't you have like cannabis um infused chocolate drizzled on strawberries you know like make it sexy or like cannabis and something with whipped cream you know so you can make it like sexy that way but um because what i find is that like once you eat it you get high so you slowly get high it's the same way how like you had a question about like does smoking weed make giving head better right so like i love ripping a bong rip before giving oral because i i really I do enjoy giving oral half of the time, right? <laughs> so, not all the time, but half the time. So when I don't really feel like it at, and I can rip a bong rip, it really gets me in the mood. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, like I'm doing this. I'm baked. I can't believe I'm doing this. This is awesome. It's so fun. So yummy. It just gets me in like a really fun, playful place because I'm like, oh, I'm so fucking baked, right? Um, but if I'm you know, if I am enjoying it, it just makes it even so much better. Like I really get into it and I'm really big and I'm just being so sloppy with it and I'm having fun. Right. So I find that it will elevate your head experiences regardless. Um, so if you don't enjoy giving head at all, definitely try smoking some weed before. <laughs> Listen, people, fun, we're right? giving and receiving. OK, both ways in 2021. I want to hear more giving and receiving this year most definitely you know like especially you know getting baked and then having some 69 and switching it up why not yes have you tried any of the wines because i'm a big wine head yes there is this um one wine company called mary jane and it's a wine company and they have a red wine that's cannabis infused so they say 
have you tried any of these infused? I haven't. There's like a few others as well, but that, that would still go through like the beverages and edibles, right? Mm-hmm. So it still has to be processed through the liver. It still is going to take some time to kick in. Mind you guys, when you're playing with edibles, they can take 45 minutes to an hour to kick in. So if you're drinking a glass and you're like, oh, I'm not feeling anything. And you're drinking another glass and you're like, oh, I'm not feeling anything. You will feel it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're going to feel it an hour later, right? So do be very careful on how you consume these things because like like i said before the worst thing that is going to happen is you're going to get too baked and you're just going to pass out and you're just not going to have a sexual experience that part so you know a little goes a really long way when you want to bring in the sexual aspect of things to cannabis i love it and with that said antoinette yes everybody of course Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. Antoinette, where can they uh, real quick get in touch with you? Yeah, you can find me at AntoinetteGomez.com or PleasurePeaks.com. There would be all my links there to email me for speaking engagements, for one-on-one pleasure coaching. We also have Tantra Cannabis Couple Retreats in Hawaii and Jamaica whenever the world opens up again. Um, And yeah, our product line is available in the States. So please get our pleasure pack. They are available now. And if you know any retailers that want to sell our CBD products, we are 100% black woman LGBTQ owned and operated. So please do support us. And if you know anybody that would love to retail us, please let us know. It's been amazing being on this podcast. It's It's such a hilarious conversation. I've been so baked. I gave you guys all the gems I know. Yes. And if you want to know anything else just please feel free to drop into my dms always here to help you guys with anything (laughs) no thank you thank you Uh oh yes we lost you just now definitely educated me tonight for real i'm glad you know that's all what i'm about you know as long as we all know a little bit you know more we can make more educated choices for ourselves and that's that's how we can empower ourselves to have more healthy and pleasurable lives guys that's how we'll do it (laughs) absolutely and yaz where can they find you boo you can find me on instagram twitter and snapchat at fit and dirty you can follow my jasmine page at it's kink city and my psn is feisty penai yeah that's about it and of course, you can find me at Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, on Twitter, on Clubhouse, and of course, on your Xbox, because yes, a girl is gaming her ass off. But yeah, uh, fuck that. Instagram still, though. Fuck Instagram in a way and sense. <laughs> so just follow Sapphire's Earplay. Get our likes up over there. Sapphire's Earplay on Instagram. And of course, we'll be back next week with another sexually fueled entertaining intellectually conversated conversation yes i'm a little i'm a little toasty now but yes (laughs) remember everybody that safe sex is the best hot sex until next week good night that was the show all you sexy motherfuckers out there now remember ms radio sapphire on instagram twitter for more earplay fun go to itunes all podcasting platforms